This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, congressional leaders seem to have come up with a way to avoid another debt ceiling showdown. Some major changes for federal employees and armed service members in the 2022 NDAA. And CISA is on the hunt, this time for artists to decorate its new headquarters. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. A deal has been reached in Congress that would allow it to raise the debt ceiling. Well, sort of. The agreement reached will allow Democrats to lift the nation's debt limit without any votes from Republicans, likely averting another last-minute rush to avoid a federal default. It would tuck a provision to fast-track the debt limit process into an unrelated Medicare bill that will prevent payment cuts to doctors and other health care providers. That measure narrowly passed the House. Federal employees get a new benefit through the annual defense policy bill. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Federal employees will now get up to two weeks of paid bereavement leave over a 12-year period. That's thanks to a provision in the 2022 National Defense Authorization Act. The leave will apply to any federal employee who has lost a son or daughter. The House passed the 2022 NDAA earlier this week. The Senate is expected to consider the sweeping defense policy bill in the coming days. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The top defense policy bill also includes important changes for members of the military in it. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. The 2022 defense authorization bill brings a slew of new personnel policies, along with a 2.7% raise for service members. Troops will see expanded care for eating disorders and mental health. The bill also gives the Defense Department the power to create a basic needs allowance for service members below the poverty line. That provision stemmed from studies reporting food insecurity in the ranks. The legislation also requires that when the military fires a service member for not getting the COVID-19 vaccine, that person must get an honorable or general discharge. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. Agnes Schaefer is nominated as the Army's next Assistant Secretary for Manpower and Reserve Affairs. If confirmed, Schaefer will be the top human resources official in the service. Schaefer is currently a senior political scientist at the RAND Corporation. Her studies focus on issues of military personnel and emerging threats. Schaefer has conducted more than 60 studies for senior defense officials and served as the associate director of RAND's International and Defense Policy Center. The Justice Department will reverse course and recognize the National Association of Immigration Judges as the union representing some 500 employees at the department's Executive Office for Immigration Review. DOJ decertified the union during the previous administration. Those decertification efforts continued into this one. The union filed an unfair labor practice complaint with the Federal Labor Relations Authority back in July. The authority dropped the complaint after DOJ agreed this week to settle with the union. The union has represented non-supervisory immigration judges at DOJ since 1979. Jordan Burris, the former chief of staff for the federal chief information officer, has a new job in industry. Burris joined Secure as its senior director for product market strategy for the public sector. During his four years at OMB, Burris helped lead the federal CIO's effort to rescind outdated technology policies as well as the response to the SolarWind cyber attack. At Secure, Burris will help lead the new public sector organization to assist agencies in verifying 100% of all identities in real time and to eliminate identity fraud. 
What should contractors actually do now that a judge has stayed the vaccine mandate nationwide? Federal News Network's Tom Temin may have an answer. Companies are still free to have their own corporate mandates, but many states have banned those too. Jenner and Block attorney Matthew Hawes says companies should consider whether they make things and send them to the government versus having people in government offices. Hawes notes that for its part, the government at the ground level is likely to slow walk the mandate. He said that after several state-level mandate bans, the Defense Department came out with guidance telling contracting officers to keep clauses referring to the mandate out of contracts in those states. And I expect we're going to see that expanded nationwide. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. The General Services Administration is looking for artists to spruce up a new headquarters for the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. GSA is allocating nearly $2 million for artwork for the CISA headquarters at the Department of Homeland Security St. Elizabeth's campus. Artists have until December 17th to submit their application materials to GSA. CISA is the latest DHS component to move to the St. E's campus. DHS and GSA expect to complete construction on the campus by 2026. The Biden administration is setting zero-emission goals for federal buildings and vehicles. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more on that. An executive order from President Joe Biden directs agencies to reach net-zero greenhouse gas emissions across all federal operations by 2050. That includes making federal buildings zero emission by 2045 and requiring agencies to purchase 100% zero emission vehicles by 2035. The executive order also gives the Office of Personal Management 90 days to create a report that outlines ways to expand environmental sustainability and climate adaption training for federal employees. Jory Heckman federal news network a multi-billion dollar it contract just dropped at the national geospatial intelligence agency nga awarded a potential 10-year 4.5 billion dollar contract to general dynamics information technology for user-facing and data center services gdit is tasked with providing a full suite of user-facing and data center it services the work will be performed at major nga facilities in virginia and missouri as well as more than 150 sites worldwide The contract is split into a five-year ordering period and five 12-month option periods. It took a whistleblower to get the Veterans Affairs Department to follow cloud security requirements. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. The Veterans Affairs Department is using cloud applications that are not FedRAMP approved, which is required by OMB policy. In fact, VA even went one step further when it was using software-as-a-service applications without an authority to operate or an ATO. The VA Inspector General reviewed the department's cloud security efforts after receiving a tip on its hotline. The IG says these applications are putting VA's data and systems at risk of cyber incidents. VA CIO concurred with the IG's findings and said it will fix the issues. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. And senior Homeland Security officials meet with Silicon Valley giants. Here's Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday with more. The U.S. government wants to forge a tighter relationship with industry to thwart cybersecurity threats. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas hammered that point home during a meeting with Google, Microsoft, and other companies near Silicon Valley this week. Joining Mayorkas was Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Director Jen Easterly, National Cyber Director Chris Inglis, and DHS Undersecretary for Policy Rob Silvers. They spoke with the companies about cyber threats facing the nation and CIS's new Joint Cyber Defense Collaborative. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White.
connect with a carpool or van pool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.